Y'all, let me tell you, living in the hood means that people be having the most interesting cookouts in parking lots of abandoned buildings. Y'all, welcome back to the Blonde Misfit Podcast. I'm also shooting this on YouTube. We're doing a video. We're doing what needs to be done, okay? Your girl is out here trying to do what needs to be done because it has been rough, all right? I'm just gonna hop into what I gotta talk about because I have not been present and I am tired, I'm hungry, I have no lashes on. Like literally y'all, I have been so stressed out, all my lashes fell out. <laughs> I, I mean, but like, okay, so let me just say this. If you wear lash lash extensions, you know that you know your lashes just fall out over time. Duh, like that's why you go get them refilled. But baby, when that refill time came around, I was just like, you know what, God, you just gotta take the wheel. And sure enough, I crashed the boat. So now I don't got no lashes. Like literally, I I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I need to just get them. I just need to get them done. But I'm gonna go and get my nails done, my feet done, because my nails and my feet match like the same color. So if I'm gonna change my nails, I need to change my feet. Um, and then also get my lashes done. And then I also think I'm gonna get my hair done sometime next week. So it's just a whole bunch of stuff. I'm gonna get everything done at one time just so I can kind of feel like myself again. But anyway, that is not what any of this is about. I'm also gonna just for you guys who are actually watching this on youtube i'm going to dim the light just a little bit because i feel it's washing me out she's giving before you head out for the summertime when your skin is still not yeah this looks much better i don't know about you guys i don't know how to i don't know how to do white balance so for me i just look at black like black is easier because I look at black and it's like how black is the black because if it's black then it's like okay that's a good color for me if it's like gray you might be starting to get washed out you know what I mean so um <laughs> that is just my little bit so anyway guys y'all might have been like Jay what on earth are you talking about okay <sighs> I've just been going through a lot recently so for those of you who may follow me on different social media platforms y'all may have seen um the last couple weeks have been really wild for me my dad had a stroke and so trying to process that and then be there for my mom and obviously there be there, be there for him and then help her navigate sort of like what is healthcare and the healthcare insurance scams of America it's been a lot it has been a lot first of all let me just say i yo people who have to go through this like okay let me okay child I, I clearly i don't even know how to do podcasts anymore so i have pre-existing health conditions and i have um different things that require me to go to specialty doctors so i know all about going through the ups and downs of getting a doctor that supports you, getting a doctor that wants to give you hell, giving, getting a doctor that wants to try you on this and then wants to try you on that and then you're paying for it out of pocket because the insurance people don't want to pick it up, trying to find a doctor within your network. I know all about that. And so 
my heart automatically goes out and empathizes with other people who have to go through what I go through. And then people who have even bigger or more demonstrative like uh, health issues who go through worse things than I do. And so when it comes to this, like obviously I already feel a lot of things because it's my mom, it's my dad and like they're older, they're retired, but it really just made my heart hurt because I'm thinking to myself of like everybody out here who is fighting with their insurance companies, who are fighting to get into doctors, who are fighting for their medicine. Like this stuff is real, you know? And um, without getting into like too, too many details, I'll just say that trying to do all of this in a virtual setting with my parents because honestly at some point it just made no sense for me to be home just to help my mom make calls and stuff like that to the doctor um but trying to even just do this and help support her in the midst of everything else going on also in my life has been really really hard on me and so obviously family is going to come first they're going to be prioritized first but y'all know it has been a hard year. You know, it, I, I talked to you guys, I think, briefly about um, my cousin being killed and that stress on my family. Um, the earthquake in Haiti is, has devastated my family and I and just figuring out like how to stay still in a world of constant chaos has honestly just been the challenge. Um, but every day I have chosen to wake up with this intention that today is going to be better than yesterday. And if I can just tell myself and if I can just commit to that, that is what is going to get me over. Like I, it may not be a perfect day. I don't even know what a, perf a perfect day to me is actually a, ray, a day that there's thunder, there's actually thunder and, and lightning and rain um, and horror films and good food, honestly. Like, I know that sounds so crazy because everyone's like, but you man, you love color, you love happiness, you love this. I do love all them things, but I'm just telling you guys, like that to me is like a perfect day just to chill and, and, be, and be calm um, and watch good movies. But like, you won't always have those days. And so it's like, you have to learn. I think it's in the book of James, right? That the Bible talks about learning how to be content in every season of your life. And it's easier said than done, right? We all can be like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so happy when things are up. When things is up, things is up. It's up and it's stuck. But when it's not up, when it's down, or even when it's kind of like, kind of up, like if it's like mid-tier, all of a sudden, everybody got something to say and they want to be upset about it. And I'm always the one encouraging other people in my circle, other people in my family, other people like this. Like, have you thought about this? Is God talking to you by asking you these questions? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? And I have to ask myself the same thing. So it's crazy because in many ways, I am being stretched in painful ways but ways that show me that I am growing, right? Like if you think about it, like I got big feet. Okay, I got big feet. Thank God I never went through growth pains, at least in my feet. Not that I can recall because I've just, I've had big feet since my whole life, okay? Like, I'm sorry, just that's just who I am. Um, but imagine people who 
their legs and their joints and whatever else like y'all start hurting and it's like because your bones are growing your body is literally on a molecular level changing to accommodate the growth that is happening and it hurts but then when you get past it you're on the other side of this growth opportunity and now you're bigger and better for it and so I always look at growth as being super uncomfortable and the crazy thing about me though is that like I go through like what's the word I'm always growing and evolving right like I can definitely say I'm someone who month over month year over year I see consistent growth and elevation but there comes a point in my life when it feels like everything falls apart and then it's like 20 million things are all stretching me at one time and it's weird because years ago I thought I was the one putting myself in these self-inflicting positions. I thought, oh my God, Jermaine, of course you would sign up to do this and you would sign up to do that and you would sign up to do 20 million other things. But I realized, well, actually, no, it's just for some reason, God, that that's just how he gets you to stay still because he puts you in the situation where everything starts piling on at one time. And it's like, I'm in that, I'm in that season right now. TBM is doing its own thing and then I have interns you know so it's also about learning how to be a manager there but it's also now looking at my nine to five and figuring out okay well where do I grow and where am I and how am I blooming where I am planted there but it's also what is the bigger conversations happening around in the world and how do I make myself present in those where do I also show up as a as a as a significant other as a daughter you know as a dog mom um my dog sky she has kidney disease and so we do go to the doctor and i'm gonna just tell y'all this like i there are so many things that i could could and cannot say about being a dog mom and i know it will never be the same as having a human child but for someone like me who thought they were not maternal um or who was told at us at a young age that they would not be able to have kids my dogs are my everything and I say that like no flex because I know that there are other people out there and there may even be other women you know who are listening or watching the podcast who um you have a a love and appreciation for maybe your fur baby because of whatever reason and so I say that to say because people might be like oh my god you spending all that money to take her back into the hospital yes she's sick and I'm not gonna allow my baby to suffer um but that takes its own level of stress right and so I'm saying all of these things not as a excuse but as a explainer as to why I've been MIA I get overwhelmed and when I'm overwhelmed okay <laughs> let me rechase a little bit first I'm naturally someone who doesn't like being on social media which is crazy because hello brand owner hello influencer hello personality um yeah no if if there was a way for me to do everything that I could do without having to post on YouTube without having to be on Instagram without having to interact with people like obviously interact like on a level but like you know for you know y'all don't know y'all know what I'm saying um I would do that because to me I think sometimes like the phones and everything like that they rob you of the pure joy of like what you really supposed to be doing you feel me so I am someone who would gladly give that up if I could but I can't 
So since I naturally am already that kind of person, when I get in stressful situations that then also make me want to pull back even more, it is even harder for me to then show up and be active on those on those on those platforms, which sucks because <laughs> it's usually when shit starts getting good that all of a sudden I'm just like, yo, bro, I need a break. <laughs> and that is why I wanted today's episode to be about burnout because burnout is a real thing. And a lot of influencers and content creators have kind of made it seem like they've almost glamorized burnout, right? Beautiful photos, beautiful self-care, spa days, beautiful this, beautiful that. Like I'm pouring into myself, I'm nurturing, I'm this, I'm that. And like, can we just be like fully, fully, fully 100, 10 toes down, stack, like, honest there is not enough hot tea and towels in the world to curb burnout when it is coming from a deeper spiritual place okay like I literally wake up sometimes with anxiety or wake up already anxious about the next day because I will push myself to the point where like baby girl at this point you might as well just keep pushing because you already stuck and i had to learn that that's one a very toxic way of thinking um which is natural right a lot of us naturally just teach ourselves to just keep going 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 and then when you're a business owner you like i gotta keep going i gotta keep moving because it's gonna be that one time that i don't show up it's gonna be that one time i don't post it's gonna be that one time i don't do this that this opportunity is gonna pass me by and instead of focusing on the fact that well, maybe that wasn't the opportunity for you. We get too fixated on trying to maximize on every opportunity, every single day, every single second. I do not prescribe to the community of burnout. I don't want to be that person who tells you that I work 60, 70, 80 hours a week and take super, super pride in it. I, I take pride in the fact that I work hard. But I no longer take pride in the fact that I kill myself to accomplish the things that look so easy to other people. Because I don't know about y'all, but like then you really be getting angry and then you want to kind of like fight. Okay, maybe not fight, but like that's, that's the DCME. But like then you kind of want to get angry because some people be like, oh, you make it look so easy. And you were like, I went up to four freaking a.m., doing what I had to do, trying to make sure that everything was posted, you know, got boogies in my eye and my hair looking crazy. My face is looking greasy from the caffeine. And you gonna tell me I made it look easy? Like on the one hand, like, yeah, we say, oh my God, I can't, I'm so happy that I made it look easy. But on the other hand, you just be like, bro, for real? Like, no, I want you to know that I worked hard for this. And I'm at a point now where it's like, I'm I'm kind of like in the sen in the middle. I want there to be an ease, a flow with everything that I'm doing. Like anything that I'm doing now that I'm finding that there is a blockage or there's opposition or it's not coming the way, it, it is not flowing in the way that I feel like things should flow if they are of divine order for me. I want to say goodbye to those things. But at the same time, I also want you to know that every single thing that I've received, every single thing that I've done, every single thing that I've earned, I've 
earned it because I've shown up and I've done the hard work. So there's kind of like a balance, right? And I think that's why burnout is so hard because on the one hand, you wanna wear it as a badge of honor that you've worked so hard, but at the other hand, you'd be like, yeah, but like, bro, at what cost? And I'm at a point where I'm saying, okay, I gotta take a step back because what good am I to everybody else who I'm supposed to serve? What good am I to my community? What good am I to my tribe? What good am I to the other business owners and the other entrepreneurs and the other people who are supposed to be blessed by my gift if I burn myself out trying to maximize on my gifts. Furthermore, why am I even burning myself out when I know everything works together for the good of those that love the Lord? Therefore, why am I stressing about what will and will not come? A lot about burnout is about stress. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna say burnout is inevitable because I do think that you can block it okay hello hit that block button hit the mute button whatever you can prohibit burnout from happening but at the same time sometimes life just gets at you right like i could not control 99 percent of the things that have happened to me this year and none of us could control could, could control a pandemic none of us could control in a way the racial reckoning of last year and the protests and the anger that kind of just kind of got buried down amongst everything else that then got piled on top of it, right? But if you are burning out and if you are finding yourself in a position similar to me where it's just like, yo, I haven't caught a break. There's so many things happening to me and I don't know what to do. Um, I'm just gonna share with you guys three things that I think you gotta do when you talk about burnout or when you're trying to tackle burnout. And these are just things that I've been doing for myself. Obviously, I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not a licensed um, anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, I, I'm just telling you guys what's working for me and the things that I'm putting into practice over the, especially over the next few weeks as I kind of get myself back to center. So the first thing is about establishing some level of order. Um, I am someone who, I wouldn't say I'm disorganized, but I don't, I know what it is. I don't run to organize things and compartmentalize things. So for instance, if you say, Jamee, like, let's go, or, or, okay, good example. If I know I have to go grocery shopping, I would just go grocery shopping. I would either pull up, you know, the little thing up on my web browser or I would go into the store and I would just buy what I needed to buy. And I would go down the aisles and be like, oh yeah, let's get this. Or, oh yeah, let's get that. Like I never was a person who was like, let me make the list. And um, similarly, as a business owner, I've always run away from data and always run away from numbers up until honestly this year when I started to get more comfortable with looking at the numbers because the numbers are going to inform you about what you should be doing. That being said, I had to get really, really strict with myself about quantifying and writing everything down. I literally have an editorial calendar spreadsheet of everything that's happening on TBM, whether that is something going out on social, whether that is a newsletter, whether that is programming, whether that is video content, wherever it's going and where it's going to are all tracked. And the reason why that was so important for me was because you think that you're keeping up with everything in your head as a business owner, but then things start slipping through the cracks. 
And then you're like, wait, but did we ever do this? Did this ever go up? Why didn't this also go up on here? And presenting it in a way where it's visual and for me, color coded, um, kind of allows me to stay on order. So for you, if you are feeling burnout, I would definitely say putting yourself on a routine or sticking to a schedule or doing something that can kind of isolate and get you zero in on each individual step helps. Also, write a to-do list. Like literally guys, I mean, I've always written to-do lists because I like them, but like literally write a to-do list. I'm looking at my to-do list right now um, because record my podcast was one of them. So <laughs> I can check that off. Um, it is so important to write things down because again, first of all, you just brain dump everything and then it allows you to sleep a little bit better. It kind of takes that anxiety off of you. But then also you can look and make sure that you are on track for everything. Literally, I don't care how big or how small a task may seem, write it down. And maybe in the morning, what you do is the first in the first few minutes of your day after you've prayed or meditated or whatever. Um, I meditate and pray every single day, like literally my first 30 minutes to an hour I'm not on my phone um the only thing reason why I'm on my phone is because I listen to guided meditations and so I will listen to those but I'm not texting anybody I'm not hitting up nobody I'm not telling nobody good morning I need that time to myself me and me and God and then I'm able to hop into my day so maybe after you do whatever your morning routine is you sit down and you sketch out the most important five to ten things that you got to get done alternatively maybe you want to break it up maybe you want to say okay these are the five things i got to get done now or before a certain time and then after that time you create a separate list so i will do one of two things i will either create one master list of everything i need to get done that day or i will do a morning list and then when i get off work i will then create an evening list of things i gotta do whether that's things around the house that's things for the brand um that's following up with emails that's following up with clients that's doing anything like literally anything even something as simple as order paper from amazon like that goes on a to-do list because when you get burned out you will start to notice that the smallest things you just forget to do. And um, I have found that establishing a level of order and sense of direction has really helped me in that. And in a way, it kind of just allows you to feel better. Like, it's so funny because in structure, there's a lot of freedom in that. And that is something that I've learned a lot, especially being in a role that now looks like numbers a lot. Um, like a day job, but then also looking at a business and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, finances, what are we doing? This, what are we doing? This, what are we doing? And looking at our analytics, like all of those things have really taught me to get comfortable with a little bit more structure and a little bit more control. So that is number one is establish some type of routine, some type of order. And if you got to work out of an Excel sheet, if you got to work out of Google, Google sheets, okay, I'm not an Excel queen. But I'm using Google Sheets and I'm doing pretty darn well. All right. So, yeah. So the second one is, girl, this one's going to be hard. Okay. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to tell you now. This one's going to be a little painful. And it is to set boundaries. You got to set boundaries. You got to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries with everybody. Literally, you even got to set boundaries with yourself. I set boundaries with myself every single day. And you're going to be like, Jermaine, how do you set boundaries with yourself? Easy. I tell what, myself what I am and I'm not going to do. 
you have to set boundaries with yourself because at the end of the day and i hate to be like that person but if people violate your boundaries it's because you've let them so you have to establish a boundary um or something that is going to set a boundary like state and then you have to also be the person who's going to uphold it and really make sure that other people respect you um people not gonna play you if you don't allow yourself to get played and that's just the reality of it and i've had to learn especially recently that like i have to establish boundaries even with other people who are also grieving even with other people who also um who i know have the best intentions but like i need space um there are some things that i'm just like you know what it's cool it's fine like for instance i'll just say this there were some problems that i was going to the wrong people about to ask for for advice because i was thinking you are you're in my immediate circle you're you're the closest one to me so i can vent to you about this or i can talk to you about that but then i started thinking i'm like but you don't run a business so certain business conversations might need to be curbed because you cannot give me the proper advice as a non-business owner on things that i need to know for my business so maybe I need to redirect that to somebody else. And then obviously you could have you could have a situation where the person didn't feel some type of way because they're like, oh my God, but like, I'm like your close friend. I'm your significant other. I'm your parent. I'm your mama. I'm this and something. You'd be like, okay, but like, this is a boundary of mine now. That's just how it is. Um, another one that I started doing I started saying you know what i'm going back to no 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 call days like i'm someone who for the most part i don't do phone calls like that i'm just not i've never been a phone person for real for real um i'm okay with facetime a little bit better right but like being on the phone just hearing audio only um wasn't a thing for me which is crazy because i have a podcast but um then all of a sudden now you're going throughout your day and because we all are working from home now everyone thinks they have always have access to you now they're calling you 20 million times a day now they facetiming you 20 million times a day you are you're supposed to be on your lunch break enjoying the 30 minutes that you finally have to yourself because you are off that job and everybody and their mama want to call and talk to you now you haven't had any time to yourself because you've been entertaining everybody else and now you're about to hop back into work where you got to go entertain other people so I started reestablishing my boundaries there too. There are some days during the week between the hours of X and Y, no phone calls. I will limit, I will be limited uh, availability via text. If you see me posting on Instagram, mind your business. If I'm tweeting, don't call me. I'm, I'm practicing my own self-care, whatever that may mean in that moment. But you have to establish, establish those boundaries, y'all. I'm telling you. And they feel really uncomfortable at first, like dumb uncomfortable. Because again, people are coming from positive place. People are being nice. You want to be kind to people. But you have to also know what your boundary is and what you can and you cannot allow. Um, the final boundary I've also instituted is knowing when to just shut it off, which I'm going to get into in my next point a little bit more, but you have to know when it's time to say goodnight to the business, when it's time to say goodnight to your friends, when it's time to say goodnight to your family. And honestly, when it's time to just curb all the problems that everybody else is trying to put onto you today and when you just gonna have to touch it, touch it tomorrow. Okay. Lock it up, moisturize her, put her up. 
and we'll bring it back down tomorrow because the, you just have to know when to take time for yourself. And what that looks like is going to be different for each person. Again, I like watching scary things. I know that sounds so crazy for a lot of y'all because y'all like, what? But seriously, like my whole life, literally my entire life, horror, mystery, suspense is always my favorite genre. Um, so for me, that looks like at 10 o'clock, no more the blonde misfit, no more emails, no more uh, proposal drafts, no more anything like that. We putting on a movie, we putting on a limited series, I'm hitting up Netflix, I'm hitting up Hulu, I'm hitting up everything on my fire stick and I'm decompressing for the rest of the night. And what that looks like for you may be different, but you have to know how to just give yourself that time. And I promise you, when that you might be like okay but i don't even know how to do that jamay work that into your schedule the schedule that we just talked about from point number one work that in you know if you have to be that person who literally breaks down every single hour of your day be that person i don't care if you think that that makes you sound crazy or if you think that that's just weird there are some days where guys literally from the moment i wake up until the moment i go to bed i have mapped out every single hour of my day now don't get me wrong i am not the person who is so fixated on every hour of my day going exactly as planned that if something popped up i would not be fluid i'm a very fluid individual in that sense um, because I am not someone who naturally likes routine in that, in a sense like that, but establish those anchors every day. By this time you've cooked dinner and you've gotten everybody settled for the night. By this time you in bed, by this time you're up by this, by, by this time you're up and you're moving. Okay. Like maybe you're up, but like, you're not moving yet. Like establish those anchors and honor those anchors. If you are in a work setting, maybe you just block off 30 minutes to an hour every day where you don't take calls, you don't take meetings, you don't take appointments, you don't do anything else for anybody. That's your time. And you're still working, but like you just are not going to exert your energy to anybody else. Whatever it is that works for you, you it got to make work for you. Okay. But I'm just telling you, you have to establish those boundaries. And then last but certainly not least, I kind of mentioned this a little bit, but um, it's so important to just get off social media for a little bit. It's so important. I'm so thankful because I will be taking a leave of absence very, very soon. <laughs> and your girl has no idea what she's gonna be doing and that doesn't even matter. What matters is that I am empowering my team to handle all of the necessary things while I'm away. Um, because one, that is what a good team does. Like as a good, I know that I am doing good as a business owner when I am empowering my team to do what they do and I don't have to like just be over their shoulder every second looking and seeing what they are doing. You know what I'm saying? But. I like you have to be able to just get on social media and I'm so thankful because on the one hand I have curated all of my social accounts to be positive I know some people be seeing the most weirdest wildest things out on social media your Facebook is out here looking like the wild wild west Instagram is looking like the club Twitter I, child fleet Nick alone shows the power of Twitter okay but I am blessed that I have made the right the right decisions for me to choose and create and develop the platforms that I needed to so that when I go onto these platforms, I'm not triggered, I'm not upset, 
I'm seeing black excellence. I'm seeing female empowerment. I'm seeing beautiful black girl magic. I'm seeing all the things that I need to see to be inspired. But even good things can still, too much of anything can still be exhausting. And you, when you're already feeling burnout, when you're already kind of feeling down, when you're already kind of in this moment where you're just kind of like, uh, I don't really know what's going on. You should be able to dissociate reality versus perception. Social media is perception. People look like they're winning every single day. People look like they're happy every single day. People look like they got bread. People look like they got the baddie, okay? People look like they've got the baller, but that's not always reality. And you will continue to take those images or those videos or those sound bites or whatever in, and you won't be able to know how to dissociate. So when your burnout is already telling you that you're not going hard enough, then you see baby boy out here on the yacht popping Moet with six different girls who got bodies that you've been trying to get all summer long, but God ain't called you to that ministry. Then all of a sudden your imposter syndrome starts getting like haywire and we not doing that. Okay, we don't live in, in the spirit of imposter syndrome, but we also are not going to allow our burnout and that inner voice to tell us to compare ourselves to somebody else that we don't even know on social media. Because the reality is, homeboy don't even own it yacht, baby. He got a home, he got a, a friend who probably worked like I don't know in the company or something like that who was just like, oh yeah, like you know, one of the company perks. You don't know the real story. I'm just saying, you don't know the real story. And even if that was his reality, so what? Take the time to get off social media, get outside, get some fresh air, go to your favorite restaurant, hang out with your favorite peoples, rest, watch a movie, hang out with your dogs, go do whatever it is that you gotta do to bring yourself back to your place of happiness. Um, for me, I think that I have been looking recently a lot and there are so many things that I know I want to do for my business. There's so many things that I see other people doing and executing. And I'm just like, yeah, I want that too. I want to be able to do that too. But then I'm like, but bro, like you are out here too busy looking at everything else that you want to do. Like, why are you just, why don't you just go out and execute? And this is coming from me. I, like, I literally have to have my, that conversation with myself. I'd be like, you out here scrolling and then you looking at all the hours that you were out here scrolling, you could have been out there executing. And so social media is a blessing, but it also can work against you if you do not know how to hone in on your time properly. And when you are burned out, it is important for you to evaluate everything that is going into your spirit and everything that is coming out. I truly do believe that everything that you soak in, everything that you take in, it manifests and then it has brought back out to fruition. So if you are trying to upgrade your life, hang out with people who are doing better than you. Hang out with people who are positive. Hang out with people who are uplifting. Hang out with people who know something that you don't know, who got something that you don't got. Like, but at the same time, if you want to stay where you at, hang around people who are at your level or lower than you, who bring your vibration down. And when it comes to getting yourself out of burnout, I have found that surrounding myself with people who are positive, people who have, are full of life, people who are spiritually um, strong and like my prayer warriors who, who go, to, go to God on my behalf, people who are just good natured, 
people who are wholesome, people who don't even work in my industry, honestly, like sometimes I really gotta just go to people who don't even work in my industry. That is the most refreshing thing to me because you start realizing all the things that you think are so important are really not. <laughs> they're not as important, they're not as detrimental, they're not as do or die as you wanna make them to be, and that's good. Like you need a fresh perspective. So the last thing for me really is about stepping away from social media and giving yourself that time and that space to do what it is that you gotta do. And um, yeah, all these platforms will still be here when you get back to self, but you gotta give yourself that time and you gotta give yourself that space. So you guys, <sighs> Lord. Those are my three tips for burnout. The things that I have been doing, the things that I will continue to be doing over the next however long it takes for me to get back to, um, I'm not even getting back to anything. I'm stepping into a new season. Honestly, that's what it is, right? Like you, you start feeling uncomfortable. Okay, like a good thing is like when you sick, you know you're sick because you know what it feels like to be well. But what if you weren't sick, as in like you're worse off than when you were well? What if being sick was actually preparing you for a new season of wellness? I know that doesn't sound right. And I know y'all probably like, girl, what are you saying? But I'm serious. Like, like, think about it. It's the same analogy I'm talking about when it comes to stretching. Like I'm stretching right now and it's uncomfortable. And so I'm naturally getting burned out in the process. What I have to do now is step in and create those boundaries, create that structure, walk away from the things so that I can give myself that space so that as I grow, I have the capacity to grow. It's like being in a cocoon and it's like, all right, cool, but you're going to bust out that cocoon at some point. And you don't want to bust out the cocoon and just be in a slightly bigger space because then you have nowhere to grow. I'm trying to bloom. I'm trying to blossom, baby. And so I'm, that's what I'm doing for myself. And that's what I want y'all to do. Because look, 2021 has been kicking tail. I know a lot of people thought 2020 was, was rough, but for a lot of us, 2021 has been equally as hard, if not harder, because now we're processing everything from 2020. And I just wanna say that if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, if you still have dreams and goals of doing that, if you still have dreams and goals of being a content creator, as an influencer, as whatever else, I am still rooting for you because your voice is still needed. Your identity is still needed in the saturated market. You are still needed. And I love all my misfits, right? I love that I can be honest with y'all. I love that I can tell y'all just from the jump, like, look, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And the only reason why is because I know that something greater is happening and I have to give myself that time to honor it. And I want you to do the same thing. Um, you're not weak for feeling burnout, you're normal, you're healthy, you're actually pretty sound mind because hello, a lot of people are, go are going through it right now and they're just pushing themselves past it, but you don't have to do that. Um, but yeah, I would love to know what y'all think. I would love to know what tips you have for burnout. If there's anything that you've been doing, you know, um, that you have found to be really, really helpful. I'm just gonna say up front, please, I would love if the tips were not like, get a massage, light a blunt, light a candle. Cause baby, I'm doing that anyway. I was doing that before the burnout, okay? And I'm doing it during the burnout, I'm doing it after the burnout. Like, and you know, I, I want us to also think about like, what is that soul work that we're actually doing? 
when we talk about burnout and like how to actually heal the soul because all those other things are great but they also are just kind of looking at the exterior or the the physical uh when we're not really looking at the deep-seated rooted heart of the issue so i would love to know your tips y'all already know where to find me at i am at the blonde misfit across all social media networks except from linkedin um which you guys if you you know i don't ever really plug linkedin like that but let me just say i have been on linkedin od recently um not even necessarily for job searching but just because they are really trying to maximize what it is to be a creator on that platform the storytelling to me feels good because it's a little bit more blog style um you obviously have the opportunity to do more video content over there too but you also can just connect with really dope people and i've been connecting with really amazing people so if you are in my network or if you're also in like the style beauty lifestyle space if you are someone who's looking at potential um services for the blonde misfit like check me out on linkedin um i would love to for y'all to join my network over there but also check out theblondemisfit.com check us out on all of our social media channels my email address is also in the description box if you're watching on youtube make sure you're obviously subscribed on youtube if you listen to the podcast make sure you subscribe to the podcast like don't let this be that one and done thing like i want i want i don't want us to date i want us to lock it down okay i'm a monogamous kind of girl okay lock me down baby put me in the game chief um but yeah i really hope you guys like this episode i hope it was helpful and if you are going through burnout please keep going not like keep going through the burnout like but just like keep going keep rooting keep fighting um and I, hopefully these tips are helpful for you and yeah i will see you all in the next podcast episode y'all stay blessed stay beautiful stay black but only if you black but most importantly stay misfit bye <laughs>